Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Rakuten is proud to present Elizabeth I, the new podcast about Elizabeth Taylor as the original influencer. She was famous for her impeccable style, and Rakuten wants to help you save on the styles you love. Shopping for the perfect holiday party outfit? Rakuten makes it possible with cash back, deals, and coupons. Save money at stores you love. Get started at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N, Rakuten.com. This is the music I've selected for the Christmas play. Welcome to the Bob and Sherry Show with Bob. Don't talk to me about Christmas, will you? All that sticky, phony goodwill. I'd like to get a giant candy cane and beat the wings off a sugar plum fairy. And Sherry. I'm Mrs. Claus. No wonder he only leaves home once a year. And now, broadcasting from our beautifully decorated, toasty, warm Bob and Sherry studios, it's Bob and Sherry. You guys, I just want to kick off the show by sharing something that was in my news feed before the sun was even thinking about coming up today. And I read this and then I read it twice and went, good God, it's hard to be a woman in this world. So this happened in Russia. And um, we get a lot of crazy stories out of Russia. And I think that's probably, you know, broadly speaking, not fair to the Russian people who are hardworking and decent and kind and, and are not attacking one anyone or launching missiles at anyone or doing anything to cause anyone any trouble. So, you know, I hate to be this all like, you know, I hate the Russians thing, but here's a story out of Russia that's kind of whack and it has nothing to do with Vladimir Putin. Um, a teenage girl, she's 18, was kidnapped by a father and his son after she rejected the son's marriage proposal and they kidnapped her because they, they said, quote, this is our 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 custom of bride stealing. Wait, what? So I, I read that again and I went, I, what? Bride stealing. Apparently it's an ancient medieval custom where if you are proposed to and you turn the man's proposal down, his honor is insulted and he is allowed. I'm going to, I'm going to read this exactly because I, I Googled this. Um, he's allowed to uh, kidnap you as a method of restoring his honor. And he would, the, the rejected man would coordinate with his friends and his dad and his brothers or whatever. And while the, um, while the woman was like out of the house doing chores or running errands, they would swoop in and steal her and hide her outside of town until they could get like a, a priest or whatever to perform the wedding. The medieval custom of bride stealing. Well, Somebody needed to tell this man, uh, Igor, that these are not the dark ages anymore. And that when a woman turns your wedding proposal down, you're not allowed to abduct her and hide her in the forest. No. Her, the girl's family was like, what? They went to police. They reported her missing. Um, they were, they, then they went out and they were like, we're going to have to get our own justice. The, the guy that kidnapped her, Apparently went to the police eventually because there was such an uproar in the village and confessed to the kidnapping. But then he escaped 
And and then the police got him back. But his father and brother who helped him steal the bride are on Russia's most wanted list right now. And they're hiding in the woods. Everybody's facing up to 12 years in prison. Um, and, and here's the thing. None of this was necessary. If you had just said, you know, God, you know, she doesn't want to marry me. And it's 2022, not 1222. And I cannot break into her house and snatch her and hide her in the forest because my honor has been insulted. Can you believe you live in the world you live in with a story like this hitting the news? Here's another ancient medieval custom that uh, is not around anymore. Pouring steaming hot boiling oil on your enemies as they storm the castle. You know, that that used to be a very common way to defend the castle. I and made a mess. <laughs> <laughs> you make a very but fair it, point. <laughs> yeah, it's just not encouraged anymore. I actually have heard that story. I didn't know if it was Russian or... Bulgarian or Irish, I, I don't, I, but the whole stealing the bride thing, I think, was it like a prank or something that the villagers no. would do after a couple was engaged and they'd no. go, let's go steal the bride and hide her from the groom, you know, for a couple of hours. Maybe that's an Irish prank, but the, the thing that, because I, I was like, there's no way there's a custom of bride stealing. And it must be like what you just described, like, oh, it's all in good fun. But no, according to what I was able to read, it was a legitimate kidnapping because she rejected your proposal. And it was it wasn't legal ever in most of the world when it was a common practice. It still wasn't a legal practice. Right. So it wasn't like, um, you know, well, in France, in the dark ages, you could just kidnap a woman that rejected your marriage proposal. Not at all. But no, people still people still did it. It's getting really crazy in Russia. Have you noticed how many Russian generals are dead now? All of a sudden they're dead. And then I'm reading this morning, a Russian billionaire has just died in a helicopter crash near the French-Italian border, right? So this guy was a bad guy. He screwed a lot of people out of money to become a billionaire and uh, actually uh, kept the money. They kept the money, but he was downgraded in power, and he's living in Monaco. And all of a sudden, he's gone. He is gone. His beautiful wife remains with their three beautiful children, but he's not the only one. Um, Recently, there have been confirmations of others dying. For instance, the co-founder of a Hong Kong-based digital asset company died in his sleep. He was 30. He died last month in his sleep. He was 30. And another crypto developer from Russia drowned in uh, in some water somewhere at the age of 29. They're dropping like flies. They're all over the place. It's a weird place to be right now, Russia. If I was a Russian billionaire, I would be volunteering for the space station to clean it. Like, just get me as far away from here as you possibly can. Just get out. I know. We got morons in the news coming up. We have comedian Rita Rudner. Happy throwback Thursday. And when you decorate for the holidays and when you take it down, 
tells the world so much about you. We have it all coming up for you. It's Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry store is crowded with all kinds of great merchandise. It's always something. Including the new It's Always Something coloring book. It's always something. A coloring book for exhausted adults. Plus Sherry's cookbook, Cooking with Cats. The Book of Bob. I know I'm a blowhard. He's a double blowhard. Mixes from the scone goddess. Ah. Candles. Mother of all mothers merch. And much, much more. Come check out the Bob and Sherry store. Conveniently located on the shop tab at bobandsherry.com. Happy hour tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. Boy, it was a sad afternoon yesterday when the death of Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac was announced. And Max and I were talking. Like, we knew she was older than the other members of the band. When I first saw Christine McVie died, I thought, oh, what happened? She was 79. Yeah. And apparently, um, you know, she didn't die of old age. 79 is not what it once was, but apparently it was kind of a natural passing, Max. Right. From what I understand that it was. But, you know, she was an amazing musician. I'll tell you what. Let's play a little montage of all the songs she sang on. And many of these will be familiar to you. And then we'll talk a little bit about it. Was there ever a more unlikely rock star than Christine McVie? She really was. And really, she broke a lot of ground because she she started with Fleetwood Mac, I want to say like 1969, long before they were hugely successful in the mid-late 70s. And um, at that time, women were not at the forefront like she was in a rock band. So she broke a lot of ground. And she was not a... She was a person who was kind of shy and incredible at what she did uh, from a musical standpoint, but also with this incredible soulful voice that she had. When you when you think about like when you listen to the songs that Christine McVie wrote for Fleetwood Mac and the songs that she sang, um, I'm not saying they're not Fleetwood Mac songs, but they were songs that stood on their own and could have been completely a separate project. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. This is what she had to say about um, uh, about Fleetwood Mac. This is from a BBC show uh, that was in 2017. How do you reflect on on the early days of Fleetwood Mac and the incredible success? Because it, it was an incredibly successful band for a, over a long period mm. of time. How do you reflect now on that time? You know, there's such a lot to reflect about. If you put good stuff out, 
He looks after you. come back to you. It's just, wow. I remember reading in some music magazine, maybe Billboard or Rolling Stone a few years ago, that we needed to begin bracing ourselves to lose, like, our beloved rock stars. And you just don't want to think about it. You just don't want it to be true. Especially when you know that Keith Richards will be the last guy to turn off the light when the universe <laughs> dies of heat death, right? Yeah. It, it's just such a loss. She was a beautiful musician, an incredible songwriter, a beautiful person, and a voice like absolutely no one else. The late Christine McVeigh. Wow. Morons in the News is next. It's Bob and Sherry. And Sherry. Idiot! With morons in the news. This is a Bob Lacey nightmare. I think it's also a Sherry Lynch nightmare. A 34-year-old woman on board a Southwest Airlines flight from Texas to Ohio shoved a flight attendant out of the way while trying to get to an exit door to oh. open the door in mid-flight. After flight attendants restrained the woman, she asked them if she could just look out a window. She was told, no, you cannot. At that point, she lunged at the exit door again and tried to pull the handle. Another person on the flight wrestled her to the ground, and this woman bit that person on the right thigh. She told the passenger, quote, Jesus told me to open the plane door, unquote. Jesus does not do that sort of thing. The flight had to make an emergency landing in Little Rock, Arkansas. The bitten passenger was taken to the hospital for antibiotics and a hepatitis shot. And the flight was then able to go to Columbus. And Southwest said in a statement that this woman will face federal charges. You cannot interfere with a flight crew member and you cannot open a door. In mid-flight, give me a break. I would just be so freaking... I tell you what, I would have lunged at her too, even if she, even if I knew I was going to be bitten in the thigh. And that's another if she's thing. Go- yeah, bite, you're a biter. If she's going for the door, Bob, you have to risk yeah. being bitten. You I do. do. I And I would. I mean, no, no choice. You know what? These people, I wish we could just find some way to, to, to you know, I don't know, have a test or something and say... You are crazy. You cannot fly. You just When you stop being crazy, you'll be able to fly. But you are crazy. Like, You're sending people to the hospital. They think that they're going to Ohio. And you send them to the hospital. You've screwed up everybody's day. We need something that basically functions like the opposite of TSA PreCheck. TSA PreCheck. You have an easier time going through security. Damn, girl, you're crazy. You don't get to the airport at all. And yeah, these things exactly. show up on your boarding pass when you check yeah. in. Like, yeah, this that's is right. nuts. This is it nuts. Is. You know what you have to hope? We all have to hope this, everybody. That you never for one second experience inside your own brain the level of panic and, and insanity that causes you to want to open an airplane door at 25,000 feet. I know. It's going exactly. 300 miles an hour. Like, can, can I what is you, happening those, inside those, your head? Those do doors that. are automatically locked, aren't they? Aren't they? I mean, once the plane is revved up or um, whatever it is, I mean, those, you hope. can't open those doors, right? I mean, you'd hope. I don't know. You'd hope. Listen, no one's going to tell you the truth. You think Southwestern or Delta is going to go, hey, listen up, Bob. 
yes, you can open the doors, but you shouldn't. No one's going to give you a straight answer on what that. What can't they be we locked? Get, we what need a they... flight attendant who's listening what right can't now they be to locked? tell us. What, flight what, attendants, what, what, listen. My car listen. automatically locks. Why would a plane not automatically lock? Flight attendants, change your name. We'll disguise your voice. Tell us what happens with airplane doors. Tell us the truth. Yeah, And you can yeah, leave us exactly. a talkback message. If you have our app, just tap the microphone in the yeah, bottom center a, of the screen. Or you can call 844-52-SHERRY. We will not mm-hmm. reveal your identity. We just want to know. Right. That's all. We yeah. just want to know. All right. Today's moron of the day is 23-year-old Keith Norman Middleton. Um, he's from Australia, Queensland, Australia. And he um, has been banned from driving for life. Because he has had so many driving offenses. Hmm. He's lost his license 16 times. He's been in jail 13 times. He's 23. I have to remind you that that he's really not been driving all that long. So he's been locked up 13 times. He's had his license suspended 16 times. And now a judge said, absolutely not, sir. You do not know how to drive. You are a menace on the road. You will never drive again. Some of his more recent um, offenses, including driving an unregistered car while his license was suspended, reckless driving while under the influence, um, possession of dangerous illegal narcotics, and utensils. Now, I don't know if that means a potato masher, a pasta (laughs) fork, um, a syringe. I I don't know what he had going on there. Um, Uh He was in prison for a while, and then he got out. Then he smoked some meth and um, crashed into a tree and... Got back into jail and in and out, in and out, in and out. He told the magistrate in his court case that he was like super duper sorry and everything. And the magistrate was like, yeah, you will never drive again. So this is today's Marn of the Day. And if you'd like to see Keith Norman Middleton, he doesn't look a bit sorry. Um, You can find him on the Bob and Sherry Facebook. And in honor of Throwback Thursday, we're going to feature one of our favorite comedians ever, ever. Coming up, we've got Rita Rudner plus... What your Christmas decoration timing says about you. It's Bob and Cherry. Veterans, there's no real way to say thank you for everything you've done for us. But the Bob and Cherry Show is sure going to try. We want to send veterans on vacation. Thanks to our friends at Visit Florida. Just nominate your favorite veteran by going to BobandCherry.com and hitting the contest tab and sharing their story. We could send that veteran and their family to Amelia Island, Florida to stay five nights at Residence Inn by Marriott, Amelia Island. Located near the beach, this hotel has spacious suites complete with full kitchens, which are perfect for families. This also includes an eight-hour fishing charter with Pipe Green charters, a round of golf at Amelia River Club, and a Lux Boho Picnic, courtesy of Lux Picnics by Les, plus round-trip flights and a rental car. If you're active military or a veteran, Florida salutes you. Bob and Sherry are sending veterans on vacation. Nominate a veteran or yourself today at BobandSherry.com. Bob and Sherry contest rules apply. Bob and Sherry, live tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Tonight, live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. I don't care how much you may dislike Kim Kardashian. Surely you had to be appalled by the news um, over the Thanksgiving holiday last week that Kanye was showing Adidas employees um, graphic photos of Kim and talking about her in really inappropriate ways. Did you see that in your newsfeed? No, I did not. Yeah. You're kidding me. She was devastated, as you would be, right? I mean, very graphic. I'm not going to get into a ton of detail. Like, 
You know, I, somebody told me once, too late for me, let me just say, it was way too late for me, but somebody told me once that um, you should only date someone or marry someone that you're pretty sure you can endure divorcing or being broken up with. I've because heard the that. Way a, yeah, the way a person acts after a breakup, like yeah. if you're with someone and you're pretty sure if you ever broke up with them that they would go mm-hmm. full crazy scorched earth on you and everything you love. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm, maybe, maybe, maybe that's not a relationship to be in. And you definitely, I had that feeling that when Kim and Kanye got together, that mm. for one or both of them, this probably wasn't going to end well. And, and I feel, I feel sorry for Kim. I do. I mean, you can only, your, your wealth and beauty and fame only protects you so much. It does not protect you from that sick, mortified feeling of knowing that your ex-husband is showing a bunch of strangers. And telling mm-hmm. like really graphic intimate details that no one needs to know. So I was very interested to see that they finally um, settled their divorce. Um, he has to pay $200,000 a month in child support. And he has to have it delivered by the first of the month. The stars, they're just like us. And they divided up their real estate empire. Here was the thing that made my jaw like hit the floor. So Kim got to keep the house, that spooky, all-white, minimalist mausoleum that that she lives in with the kids. She got to keep that. And that's worth, you know, millions and millions of dollars. And there's a house right next door to it that Kanye bought for four and a half million. And she gets to keep that too. But the house needs some updating, so Kim's just going to tear it down. And here's the part where, like, I leave the feel sorry for Kim Kardashian train and just go, what? Who, what kind of Batman movie is this where you, you just tear down a four and a half million dollar house because the bathroom is a little bit nineties? Doesn't that blow your mind? Doesn't it? Yeah, totally. Um, I, I just don't follow them. I mean, they're. I, and I don't want to sound like a cliche guy on the radio, but I don't follow them for a lot of reasons. And and look what I do for a living. Let me just say that um, I know she had children, you know, with him. Four. So, so, you know, it was, it was a marriage, but she had to, she's not a stupid person. She had to know from the beginning that this guy is a loose cannon. He's just a loose, he's got all sorts of issues. You married him knowing that you knew that something crazy was going to happen in your life big time. But from um, a financial point of view, as far as keeping your name in front of the public, which is what you want to do because you don't act and you don't sing and you don't dance and blah, blah, blah. You sell stuff. That was a very good financial move. So you're paying the price. The other reason I don't follow them is this. There was, I saw this headline. I just saw, what's another um, uh, Kardashian? I can't think of the Chloe, the nice one. Kylie, Kendall. Ken, I think it's Kendall. The headline was, I just saw Kendall's Christmas tree, and I'm sick about what I have. Her Christmas tree is two stories tall. And, of course, it's professionally decorated. It looks like something you'd Kylie. see at the White House. Kylie? Yeah, I think that's yeah, Kylie. Right, Kylie. It looks like something that you would see at the White House, the tree for the entire nation. And the headline is, I look at mine and I feel sick. Now, don't, don't feel sick. Enjoy what you have. Don't compare yourself to these, these people. people. These people, I mean, in the divorce, Kanye got to keep a $60 million beach house in Malibu, two different ranches in Wyoming, a house in Belgium, 
and his childhood home in Chicago. You can't compare yourself to these people. What You know the expression, comparison is a thief of joy. You cannot compare yourself to these people. But to your point, Bob, about she knew what he was, listen, we all know what y'all are when we marry you. And we just have this endless faith that our love will fix you. And it usually does not. So whether you're just like some scrappy dude standing with your jaw hanging open at the Walmart right now, or you're a multi-gazillionaire entertainer, there's some woman looking at you going, I can fix that. And unfortunately, usually we can't. No, you can't. I'm telling you, and she knew. I don't, she, I don't she care what, what the she likelihood knew. was of crazy. I don't care what she knew. I don't care how much money she has. I don't care how much you don't like her. Him doing that to her, to those strangers at Adidas? No, that's wrong. He needs a beating for that. He needs what an old school South Philly beating. I thought, I thought he was going with Skechers after they he was dropped. They kicked him out. Yeah, they kicked him out. When you're so too sketchy to for Skechers. He was with Adidas. <laughs> Adidas dropped him He's and then he tried to Adidas? go to Skechers. No, uh, no, it's done. This was no, before done. Adidas bounced him. I he was see. showing these okay. pictures and telling these stories. All right. Oh, disgusting. Where's where chivalry? Okay, where's chivalry? It's Bob and Sherry. Could it be a truly American art form is taking the world by storm? Ranking in the top 100 in many countries around the world each week, Restless Shores is a very popular with our overseas neighbors, even in many countries where English is not the native language. From Azerbaijan to Andorra, from Yemen to Yonkers, New York, and all points in between, Restless Shores international fans are the wind beneath this American podcast swings. For more, check out restless-shores.com and find Restless Shores wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Sherry here. Just saying a giant thank you to everyone who reaches out and contacts the show. We try to read every email, every DM, every text. We do miss some. um, And I apologize for that. If you would like to be on the show or if something really wild has happened in your life and you'd like to be on the podcast, you can reach us at hello at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I. Hello at BobandSherry.com. That's usually the most direct way, but however you reach out, thank you and thank you for listening. Hi, I'm Dr. Kim, the parentologist. As a wife, mom, therapist, and all-around juggler like most of you, I lead a hectic life, and sometimes that means indulging in foods on the go that my stomach doesn't always agree with. Thankfully, Pepto-Bismol provides me fast and effective relief for all kinds of upset stomachs. Having a little too many guilty pleasures at a family barbecue or birthday celebration may lead to indigestion or heartburn, so I always keep Pepto on hand to get fast relief when I need it the most. Pepto-Bismol, use as directed and keep out of reach of children. Oh, well, this is odd. Decidedly odd. It's the Bob and Sherry off-air podcast called The Oddcast with stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast drops every Monday and Wednesday on the Bob and Sherry website and the free Bob and Sherry app. I listen to you on the way to work and the Oddcast on the way home from work every day. I love it. Aren't you sweet? Thank you. The off-air Bob and Sherry podcast called The Oddcast. Download it now at bobandsherry.com with the free Bob and Sherry app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ways to get in touch with the Bob and Sherry Show. Stick your head out a window and yell, Hey, Bob and Sherry. Hey, Bob and Sherry! Get the Bob and Sherry free app for your phone and leave us a talkback message. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Email us through the Bob and Sherry website, bobandsherry.com, or email us hello at bobandsherry.com. Or you can call us at 833-4244-BOB or 844-52-SHERRY. Hello, Bob and Sherry. Leave us a DM on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page or... 
you can just kick it old school and yell out the window. Hey! Bob and Sherry! Happy Hour, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. It's time now for Everyone Needs a Laugh. Since it's Throwback Thursday, let's have a little Rita Rudner. They always ask me the same question. Did you find everything okay? I always want to say, why, have have you been hiding stuff? (laughs) It used to be relaxing to walk in a mall, but no more because of the kiosks in the middle. The people are getting so aggressive. They used to first say, excuse me, then they started handing samples. I don't know if you've been recently, but now, now they're using tuna nets. (laughs) But I was walking around the mall, and you know what? I think I have spotted a gap in the marketplace because all the dresses and all the store windows are so short and tight. I have decided to open up my own store. I hope you will all join me in shopping in Forever 51. going to be fantastic. We're going to have long sleeve bathing suits. And all the size 12s are going to be marked size 4. You know, shopping malls are everywhere now, even in airports. It's like they're not like malls. And I was walking at a layover in one of those airports and you know what? There was a luggage store in the airport and I was thinking, who buys luggage in an airport? be the ultimate procrastinator. (laughs) Well, I I got my clothes, getting ready to get on the plane. Okay, I guess I'll buy a suitcase. (laughs) I can't save money. So, but money managers, they don't have very good track records. Some of my friends were talking. One of my friends said, I gave my money manager $10,000. He lost it all. And my next friend said, I gave my money manager $10,000. He lost half of it. And my next friend said, he sounds good. What's his name? (laughs) Everything. You know, it's getting real expensive. I've noticed restaurants. And oh my gosh, I can't. I can't order anything market price. Let me warn you, those lobsters have very high opinions of themselves. (laughs) But Martin and I went to one of these celebrity chef restaurants for our anniversary. There was a Kobe beef steak on the menu. Wait, do you hear this for $150? I know, and Martin asked the waiter, why does the steak cost $150? And the waiter said, this meat comes from the happiest cows in the world. These cows have experienced absolutely no aggravation and no frustration in their entire lives. And Martin said, you mean to tell me that this steak cost $150 because it comes from an unmarried cow? fancy restaurants anyway um, when they come around at the end of the meal with that crumb scraper if that doesn't make you feel like a monkey at the zoo (laughs) but we're getting much kinder to our animals before we murder them really look on the menus now they had sustainable fish grass-fed beef i had some delicious tickled chicken she's great she's always been just one of my favorites she is she's fantastic yeah Rita Rudner. You can find that set on our website at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. And while you're there, why not nominate your favorite veteran? It could be you. 
to win a family trip for four to Amelia Island, Florida. We're going to fly you there. You're going to stay at the Marriott. We're going to send you fishing and on a picnic. It's just going to be amazing. Rental car, the works. Nominate your vet right now at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. This is Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry ask, do you know a crazy cat person? Are you crazy? We are not crazy. Are you a crazy cat person? Well. Time to out yourself and proclaim to the world your love of your kitty best friend. Well. It's the My Life is All About My Cat line in the Bob and Sherry store with t-shirts available in an assortment of colors with the perfect style for you. Unisex women's and even tank tops in sizes small to 3x or you can have tea or coffee with your kitty pal with ceramic mugs that also say my life is all about my cat and of course sherry's award-winning cooking with cats is chock full of great recipes and fun photos of felines frolicking in the kitchen with shirts drinkware and a cookbook the bob and sherry store has your crazy cat person covered this holiday season even if it's you yeah they're crazy but they're a lot of Fun. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. Bob and Sherry, live tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Tonight, live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. So I could have put this particular story in Morons in the News, but we don't have time for it, and I want to get it in because there's sort of a lesson here to learn, especially if you're a guy. Uh, it's from Evansville, Indiana. Evansville police responded to a shooting. Dispatchers say it happened about quarter of 10 in the morning at the Esquire Motel. Police say the victim reported he had won a large amount of money at the casino. And you and I have been to that casino, Sherry, in Evansville, Indiana. Yes, we have. Do you remember that? Very memorably, yes. (laughs) Isn't that the casino Astar? The, the riverboat Aztar, between the fog of cigarette smoke and the deafening swish of people in windsuits, it was a night to remember. And so it's a riverboat you get on, right? Except it doesn't go up the river. I think it's the Ohio River. It's, it's uh, Indiana on one side, Ohio on the other. It goes about 20 feet out and just sits in the river because for legal purposes they get away with it because they're on the ohio side or there's some craziness with that but anyway we were there this is what happened this guy won i believe at the casino astar won a large amount of money and right after he won he contacted a woman online to meet him he told officers when she arrived at the esquire motel on old business 41 a man was with her The victim reported the man tried to rob him at gunpoint. Police say the victim was shot in the arm. The injury is not serious, or I wouldn't be reading this. Officers say the two suspects took off in different directions, and they have yet to be caught. They say the money was recovered in the uh, motel room. So, I mean, just heads up to, to guys. You won at the casino. Mistake number one, you go online and... You tell a woman that you don't know that you want a bunch of money. Mistake number two, nothing against the Esquire Motel. I don't know, though. Just the name, the Esquire Motel on Old Business 41. (laughs) What is it about that that just sounds like... Maybe not. (laughs) You know, like for a variety of reasons. Well, when was the last... 
When was the last time outside of seeing Esquire magazine as you're checking out at a supermarket, you, you even heard the word Esquire? The word Esquire just screams 1950s. And uh, um, it, like it's some uh, way to denote a, a man's, and it was a man's, status. I think the word Esquire is actually... Um, something that lawyers use. I was just going to say, isn't that? Don't you have to be a lawyer? Yeah, don't you have to be a lawyer to be an esquire? Because I I've seen this on business cards, lawyer yeah. business cards, so esquire. and so esquire. Um, but when you when you take the word esquire, which sounds very fancy, and you yeah. park it next to the word motel, here's what right. I'm thinking: <laughs> at worst, bed bugs; at best, a sketchy bedspread. <laughs> yes. And and maybe that's just me. And I'm not I'm not fancy. Like when we're on the road, it drives Kevin crazy. I'm looking on booking.com for the weirdest, kitschiest, most insane place. He's like, Can we just stay at the Holiday Inn Express? No, sir, we're staying at Buddy's Big Cow Ranch, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I'm right, not too right. good for a roadside attraction. But Esquire Motel, just don't take off your shoes, you know? No. I know. And and we could be wrong. It could be just a fantastic place. Uh, we don't know. We don't, we don't know. The other thing is um, you do, and I'm not, <clears throat> listen, I've made mistakes in my life. I've done things that I'm not proud of, but um, the kind of gal that is going to meet you without having met you before at the Esquire Motel at quarter of 10 in the morning, after she found out you had a lot of money on you in cash, I don't know. She could be kind of a dicey babe. I just feel that way. I I, I hate to be, you know, you negative don't like to toward be people. You, well, yeah. you don't want to judge because you don't know. Sometimes people no. are awkward in their phrasing. But I'm with you. On, again, I'm with you on this one, too. That um, if you suddenly came into a lot of money and a woman or a guy is all of a sudden going, I would like to meet you at the Esquire Motel tomorrow morning. You should right. know that it's not your personality they're there for. Yeah, exactly. And she's, and so she's getting the invitation like in the middle of the night because he's just, he's finished gambling and he's online in the middle of the night. And somehow he, he, uh, he, con- he contacts this woman and then says, you know, I'm getting kind of tired. Could you meet me at the motel at quarter of 10 in the morning? I'm so excited that's, that I want all this money. That's a jackpot booty call is what that it is. is. That's yeah, a riverboat jackpot booty call. And what I love about um, the hotel and riverboat Aztar is that a booty call is at 10 a.m. Because, you know, you can't stay up all night when you have a job and kids. You got, yeah, you that's get right. You sleep somehow. That's exactly you know, right. Yeah. You can't be rolling in at 2 a.m. for God's sake. No. You're going to be tired It's all pract- practical it's Midwestern so practical. common sense. Yeah, so practical. It's be careful, Bob folks. and Sherry. Happy Hour, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. Bob and Sherry, go. I swear, when I first met my ex-husband's biological family in Minnesota and they all played pickleball, I thought it was a game they made up. I didn't realize it was a real game. So Mm -hmm. the fact that pickleball has swept the world um, cracks me up because it, it is real. And my faves, the Holderness, Penn and Kim, have written an ode to pickleball that I thought y'all would like. We work all week, we eat, we sleep. Our days, they all feel the same. Monotony, want to be free. 
But hey, there's a new game Don't you ever say It's too old for me Young people doing it too LeBron James bought a team So did Draymond Green Brene Brown's involved too Shot number two. You have to let it bounce, or they'll call you out. That's a point you will lose. I'm super into pickleball. This part is called the kitchen here. You can't go into there at all unless somebody petites me. I'm super into start to play you'll play every day you'll get addicted to i'm super independent all right so we'll get this posted up on the bottom <laughs> <laughs> oh what has happened to our country I told you that when, when I was I was in my twenties and I moved into the slope apartments, and I, I said, "Oh, we've got a tennis court here," and I had, I had a date come over. It was a pickleball court way back then. Yes, for, I, I, I felt like it, I felt like an idiot with a big tennis racket on a teeny court with a date. Look at you, though, as always, as always trying to dazzle a woman with your clever dating notions. (laughs) It's Bob and Sherry. Happy hour tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. So you have somebody on your Christmas list and you don't know what to get them. You don't want to give them a gift card. You want to give them something that's a little bit on the personal side. I looked at a collection of things that people got last Christmas And other people thought it was really weird, but these people loved what they got. Listen to this. This was uh, at a white elephant thing, and this person ended up opening up a gift, and it was a 124-pack of toilet paper. Everybody laughed and thought it was funny, and nobody tried to trade it. 
And this person said, if they did try to trade the 124-pack toilet paper, I would have fought them right there on the spot. It was the best Christmas gift that I got all year long. I'll tell you what, with what it costs, I understand. And you know what else? Did you know that toilet paper is shrinking? Oh, is it like everything else? We're paying the same for smaller and smaller? Less and yes. Less? I saw in the New York Times, there's this guy. It's kind of an advocation. He's online and he studies, you know, potato chip bags and candies and things like toilet and, and toilet paper. The rolls very quietly. I don't know if every company is this way, but a lot of them suddenly got a little bit smaller. But you're sp- you're paying the same price. So uh, I'm just, just I'm just trying that. to imagine what it would be like to live with that man. Oh, God, here he goes again with, there's not as many cheeses in the box. Oh, not again, Lord, I can't, I can't. Oh, there's there's less country time lemonade in the can. Please make it stop, God. And Sherry. he's over there going, and I'll tell you something else, Sherry, you know, nor- quilted northern. Oh, please, God, I will give anything if this man does not tell me the toilet paper is smaller than it was, please. He's single. He's single. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next person. These are things that people say, oh, I can't believe they gave you this. Extra phone chargers and wire organizers. I love getting an extra charger. Mine is always breaking, and if I have two or three there, I just love it. I agree. I totally agree. People steal mine. Yeah, people steal mine. Um, This person says, every year my grandma would give everybody toilet paper, deodorant, toothpaste, Q-tips, we didn't realize how great it was until she was gone. You know, that is, that's a very sweet thing. Because those are things that everybody uses. The grandmother was a practical person. Good for her. Now, this one, um, this person had to have a few bucks. Nice sheets or towels. Everybody enjoys them, but no one I know can ever justify spending good money on sheets or towels. I agree with that. What is it about towels? I have towels that I think I used in gym class. You, they're they're I, so threat, and I won't throw them out. And they're all ripped and everything. Wouldn't that be great to get some fluffy towels for some as really a Christmas nice gift? towels? Yes, some really nice ones. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this person says, one year when I was pretty broke, somebody gave me a nice tote filled with non-perishables. I suddenly had a great stockpile of stuff like soup, crackers, cookies, and on top of that, we had a tote to store the stuff in and use when we go to the store. This is a good idea here, and this is uh, a new era that we're living in. Premium subscription to something the person already uses or wants. Wouldn't that be great? I don't know how you, how would you go about doing that? Somebody wants uh, HBO Max. I think you, you can do, you, do get, I think you can give subscriptions to the you streamers. Can? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Ob- obviously, uh, grocery or gas gift cards are always. Uh, always welcome and and this person says nice comfortable pajamas i never buy them for myself but i love to get them uh this this is very sweet and they're all grandmothers here they're, they're all grandmothers my grandmother paid my gas bill one christmas i thought that was a nice present and you know it is i'm just thinking back to my grandma shay 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 one could you, yeah. could you pick up the apartment for the No, you can't pick up no. the apartment for the 
How about the get? No. More. I think you crochet some more booties for me. Okay. These these gifts all come from grandmas because grandmas. A lot of them. Yeah. They reach a point in their life where because I had one, they reach a point in their life where they're just so practical. Mm-hmm. And they understand in a way that you don't that that like trendy sweater, you don't right. need that. You don't. You need, need that. this stockpot. <laughs> what is it that I say? That used to be money. Grandmas know that yeah, sort of I, thing. Oh, they do. It's, yeah. It's Bob and Sherry from sleep training to sex tips. If you have questions, I have answers. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Kim, your confidant and host of the Parentologist Podcast. Each week on the show, we dig into relevant topics related to everything parenting, marriage, current events, and mental health. You'll feel like you're in the room and part of the conversation. So please join me and get your weekly dose of expert-level advice and resources from me and my guests in a relatable, easy-to-digest way. Listen to the Parentologist Podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Hi, Bob and Sherry. You may not know that we have an app, although I feel like we constantly scream it at you all the time. If you go to Google Play or the Apple App Store, the Bob and Sherry app is absolutely free, and it does all sorts of cool stuff. You can listen to our podcast and our podcast that way. You can talk back to the show. You can text to win all sorts of neat stuff. It's just a cool thing, and it's absolutely free. It's the Bob and Sherry app in the App Store and free on Google Play. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It's the Bob and Sherry Store Sizzling Summer Sidewalk Sale. Everything in stock is on sale, 10% off. 10% off! Including Sherry Lynch's cookbook, Cooking with Cats. And swag you can use, like Bob and Sherry 24-ounce latte mugs, travel mugs, H2Go water bottles, and our very hot line of Mother of All Mothers merch, including tote bags, candles, wear-around tea and sleep shirts. 10% off! It's the Sizzling Summer Sidewalk Sale. Everything is 10% off. Just hit Shop at BobandSherry.com and use the discount code PODCAST at checkout. The Fun Size Podcast, a shareable taste of the show at our website or the free, free Bob and Sherry app. Ooh, talk back time. If you have our app, it's free in Google Play in the App Store. All you have to do is look at it and there's a little microphone in the bottom center of the screen. If you tap it and talk, the app will send your message directly to us. Or if you like to talk on the phone, there must be somebody left who does. You can call us at 844-52-SHERRY. That's 844-52-SHERRY. Hey, Bob and Sherry. The other day you were talking about the way people communicate with each other. Made me think of this student I once had who always answered me in a question. I would say, for example, get out your math book. And he would say... Should I? And I would say, yes, yes, you should. I'm going to teach you about fractions today. And he said, will you? And I said, yes, yep, you're going to love it. Oh, wow. Am I? I just, it was all day long. Oh, for the whole school year, that must have been maddening. And it you know sounds what, like she let him slide. You know, she didn't call his parents in or something. That little boy is going to grow up. To drive some poor woman completely insane. Is he? Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Yes. Will he? Will he? <laughs> because he's not really being bad. So he's no. not really a discipline problem. But no. oh my, the annoyance. It's just Can annoying. you imagine if you called his parents and go, your, your child asks a lot of questions. Does he? <laughs> does he? Because <laughs> you know he's getting it from somewhere. You know <laughs> that he does that to his parents too. You know, you but wonder for if all somebody we know, in they his do family. it to each other. 
That's what I think. Uh, I think somebody in the family does that all the time and he picked it up as just part of, yeah. you know, growing up. It's it's got to be some kind of a tick. Doesn't doesn't it seem like it's somebody? <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I mean seriously. Yeah. To to uh to say you would think that the parents would try to break. I mean, that's a lot to have to I, I'm deal just picturing being life. being married to it and saying to him, "Hey, Adam, um I need some help getting the groceries in the in the house." Do you? Yeah. <laughs> or how about this? How about this? You know, hey, baby, that was a great dinner out tonight. I'm going to rock your world. Are you? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What, what a burden for the kid. Because it sounds like he's he just it's so commonplace. It's a part of his life. It's a part of his conversational style. How he communicates, yeah. But that you know, every teacher he'll get he'll get promoted up to the next class, and it'll be okay. Um, get out your notebooks. We're having a pop quiz. Are we? <laughs> That'll yeah. be happening for another school oh, year. Oh, oh, you know what would be perfect for him as a career? Um. Somebody who does the hiring for a company does the interviews for a company. So, you know, he's, he's there and in, I come and I go, well, hi, it's nice to meet you. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice to meet you. Well, tell me uh, why you think you're a good fit here because I'm somebody who is a really 100% team player. Are you? Yeah, yeah, I know. I really am. I can give you examples of, of previous jobs that I've had where I, people have said, you're a team player. Did they? <laughs> he's, he's perfect for that. He's perfect. You know, you don't realize sometimes, because you, when you're a kid, your reality is the whole reality, right? You can't believe other people don't live like you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is, I bet that's in his family. I bet that one or both of his parents communicates like this. And that's why he does. I think one of them does it a lot. And then the, uh, the other spouse has picked up and maybe does it a little, you're right. It's become a part of their family that, you know, I'll be honest though. We're, we're kidding here and all, but that would be something I think you have to correct. I mean, let's say, you know, you went on to like a technical school and they're, they're teaching you how to uh, do electrical or whatever. And they say, well, you want to make sure that the blue wire doesn't hit the yellow wire or, you know, it could cause a fire. Will it? Do I? There's, o- <laughs> there, there's only so much I think a teacher would put up with. Because that sounded like, that teacher sounded, our, our listener, sounded like uh, she was teaching like fifth grade or something like that. I don't know if that's going to fly in high school. Maybe, um, maybe he'll grow, maybe he'll grow out of it. As you know, when you're a little kid, you're not self-aware. Maybe as he becomes more self-aware... He'll grow out of it. Right now, he's going, will I? Will I? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. Please contact us. Good luck, Bob. I think you could use that. And good luck to you. Is it? It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry ask, do you know a crazy cat person? Are you crazy? We are not crazy. Are you a crazy cat person? Time to out yourself and proclaim to the world your love of your kitty best friend. Meow.
It's the My Life is All About My Cat line in the Bob and Sherry store with t-shirts available in an assortment of colors with the perfect style for you. Unisex, women's, and even tank tops in sizes small to 3X. Or you can have tea or coffee with your kitty pal with ceramic mugs that also say My Life is All About My Cat. And of course, Sherry's award-winning Cooking with Cats is chock full of great recipes and fun photos of felines frolicking in the kitchen with shirts, drinkware, and a cookbook. The Bob and Sherry store has your crazy cat person covered this holiday season, even if it's you. Yeah, they're crazy, but they're a lot of fun. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. Wow, wow. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, fun size, and more with the free Bob and Sherry app. I love my wife and we have such a wonderful, fun relationship. I mean, it's it's fantastic. But there are moments where, I'm just going to be frank, she'll look at me a little sideways and say, um, I don't think what you're telling me is, is accurate. You're not lying to me, but I don't think it's accurate. And I like will say, yes, it's accurate. You're not a liar. You're just mistaken right. or confused. I'm mistaken. I'm okay. mistaken. Yeah. Or confused. That's right. So I mentioned like a week or so on the show that the Christmas tree's been up in our house for about a week and a half now, something like that. And the lights are on. It's an artificial tree because that's what Mary has always had. And uh, it's in there in the corner, but there are no decorations because we couldn't find the decorations. And of course, what did my wife say that I did? You threw them away because you know how that you I are. Threw, that I threw all yeah. of her precious decorations, some of which were made by her children. Some of them were uh, picked up as she and her children were going to places for the first time, like New York City. Just memories to say nothing of our 12 years together, where we would, wherever we went, she would find an ornament. All right. We're in, we're in Tahiti. She finds the only place in Tahiti with an ornament for the Christmas tree. And she has them in these little boxes and she just loves them. And she says, have you been up and scoured the attic? Uh, Yeah, they're not in the attic. I think they're in the storage unit. She said, I went, we have a small storage unit. And she said, I went over there the other day and I looked pretty good and they're not there. I said, how good did you look? And she said, Bob, I look, you know me. And once she said that, she had me because she is such a stickler for details. And she has a memory like an elephant. And I'm going, what happened? And now I'm making up excuses. I'm going, you know, we had some people do some uh, some work up in the attic. We had that spray foam come in and they, they did that work in the attic. You know, I think it's possible that maybe the spray foam guy, he was taking out trash or something and he, he grabbed. She goes, that didn't happen, Bob. You know that didn't happen. They were thrown out. And then she does this. They were thrown out. And that's fine. (laughs) That's funny to me because that is exactly. That's fine. It's fine that you threw away decades worth of precious, irreplaceable, nostalgic artifacts. I I know how how you need to be orderly. Yeah. Yeah. These are ornaments that, as a single mom, I, you know, didn't have a lot of money to spend, but I I wanted to have something for them to remember. 
So I am just sick to my stomach. Well, she goes out of town and uh, I got a free day. She's with her girlfriend for uh, a couple of days. They were doing something together. And I went, I'm going to go over to that that storage unit. So I get the dog and the dog and I go over and I pull up and, I, and I'm, I'm going, ah, I got to pull all of this crap out. And all right. And there are two big plastic boxes that you probably have seen in like a, a Lowe's or a Home Depot. Yeah. It's um, kind of like electric yellow and black. And I'm looking at those two and they're stacked on top of each other. And it's right, they're right in the front behind a couple of other boxes. They're not directly in front of me, but they're right behind. You can see them. So I started pulling out the other boxes and pulling out. I said, I'm going through this. And I only pulled out four or five other things, like a baby's high chair, not that much. And I came upon the electric yellow and black boxes. And I opened the top and there they were, all of the Christmas I have not had a peaceful moment like that in years. I looked at them, then I opened up the other one. There's the rest of them. There's the one with the wreath that she likes so much. And and the angel that she was talking about that she's had since she was a girl. And I got them and uh, I put them in my car and I brought them back to the house. And then I opened them up. And she was on her way back, and I'm tracking her on Find My Friends, you know? And I said, I'm not going to put them all up, but I'm going to put a few up. And I put up about 10 of them, and I started the tree so that goes around and around. And then I kept looking at Find My Friends, and she's getting closer. So I poured myself a glass of red wine. I just sat there. And in she comes. Hello, how are you? And she's always so upbeat, even with the lost, wonderful ornaments in the back of her mind. And she stopped because she doesn't miss a trick. And she said, the ornaments, you found them? I went, yes, I did. Well, where did you hide them? I didn't hide them anywhere. They were right in front of me when I went to the storage unit. And I just took a sip of that delicious California red and let it just settle. And this Christmas, brides and grooms, is what marriage is. It's what it's, it's all about endless, after 12 years. It's an endless and exhausting game of mental chess yeah. where one person accuses or implies that the other has done something reckless, stupid, or wrong. And the other person patiently waits the aha moment. It may be a game of chess, but that's checkmate. Yeah, you did. You that's listened. checkmate. Your ability to be patient and yes. let it unfold. Because I know you were itching to text her and tell her you found them. I was. Oh, you know I me know so well. I know you. I know. It. You, it was so hard not to do that. You showed the kind of patience and restraint that your seventh yeah. grade teacher thought was impossible. Ha ha! What does she think about that now? Why'd you bring up my feelings when I was little? I mean, this was my Because you grew. Because you grew. Don't, listen, if you don't celebrate growth, what are you doing here? What are you doing? You got to celebrate that stuff. It's Bob and Sherry. You read it once. I 
don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Cherry's. I don't believe this. I cannot believe this. Well, it turns out that when you decorate for the holidays, reveals your true personality. I don't hmm. know if I agree with all of this, but let's see what you guys think. If you mm-hmm. put your Christmas decorations up before November, so you're one of these people that starts decorating like before Halloween or the minute Halloween is over, you've got your Christmas out, right? If that's you, if you're one of those people, then you are just someone who obviously loves to plan and you hate to be rushed. You're super organized and prepared, but you have to be careful to not constantly have the attitude of, I need to get this done and out of the way. I need to get this done and out of the way because that's not living. Well, I mean, I think if you're putting up Christmas decorations before Halloween, you are a wacko. You're just a wacko. That's, that's crazy. However, I admit that I have changed personally. I now was encouraging Mary to get the tree out of the attic, the artificial tree, um, right after Thanksgiving, like the day after Thanksgiving. It was, I think, actually, I think we were up a couple of days before, a few days before. Yeah. So I changed that way. You we'll are? See. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Last year I had it up Thanksgiving weekend. This year, I don't know. Does that irritate you that I beat you, that I have it up and all the ornaments are on it already and it's twirling no, around even as we speak? I Last year I was so early. I usually cannot, I was about to say, I usually can't get it up this early. How relatable is that, fellas? Am I right? <laughs> usually I don't get my Christmas decorations up till the second week. Well, you know, a gal, a gal gets tired, you know. <laughs> I'm tired. I had a couple tired, of drinks. Yeah. What are you judging sure. me? Okay. It's understandable. It please, happens. please. It it's happens. understandable. Yeah. Right. Don't take it personally. Yeah. All right. right. If you put your, <laughs> if you're like Bob and you're a November decorator oh. or a very early December decorator, that shows that you really genuinely look forward to the holidays and you want to get your decorating up so that you have plenty of time to add to it or make some changes There's real optimism for people that decorate about a month early. They like what they like about the holidays is they like to really sit back and enjoy the stage setting of the holidays. I think that's yeah, that's me. I like yeah. As a matter of fact, if if she's watching a TikTok or talking to one of her friends in the other room, I don't mind leaving there and going in, sitting down, you know, with my glass of wine and looking at the tree. And it turns. I've always had a live tree. So this is my, you know, living with Mary, it's the first time I've ever had an artificial tree. My father would not have it. He was one of those guys. There'll never be an artificial tree in this house. Uh, whatever. You know. And yet here my mother, we are. My, my mother doesn't have a car to drive, but, you know, we're going to go get a, you know, a real tree. Um, so I've, I've just come to enjoy the, the artificial tree and it's turning around, you know, and... Once in a while, start a fire. Yeah, it's just cozier. For people, according to this, for people that wait till the last week before Christmas to put up their decorations, that's uh-huh. late, even even for me usually. It could be procrastination. Yeah, it could be that you put things off for the last moment. Um, but it could also be that you don't really love all the decorating and all the hoo-ha. It feels more like an obligation to you. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe you used to love it when you were a kid or when, you know, you were younger, 
your parents were still around. I don't know. But it basically says, look, you're making an effort, but your heart's not really in it. You're just doing it out of obligation. And I think we all know at least one person like that, right, who feels that way about Christmas. Well, you you and I have been together a long time. You probably can remember when I would I was the guy that said, all right, Thanksgiving is gone. So just two more and I can get into my regular life, which I much prefer. I love Jesus. I want to celebrate that day with Jesus. But this whole... Do you remember when I was just, I don't want to say I was a Grinch, but I I think it was because there were so many things that were planned during those holidays. The travel, all the stuff with the kids when they were little, all of the relatives, all most, never mind, never mind. Um, It was just too much for me. Now it's just, I mean, it's just easier. I've got a couple of days. I'm going to see a couple of friends for a drink, you know, and that's about it. There's not as much pressure. That's why I like it more now. I wish that um, we could all sort of, I'm, we're, I'm struggling with this in our family. Like, can we all just agree not to go broke and just enjoy the holiday? Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah. Show of yeah. hands. Okay, no. So the majority of y'all want to go broke. Got it. Like, I I just don't, I don't get it. No, I, mean, I agree with you. Totally. You're yeah. going to get a present. You're not not getting a present. But right. we don't need to buy like 50 gifts for everybody. It's nuts. I'll post this up on Facebook because there's some information in here too about what it says about you if you take your decorations down right away or not. It's Bob and Sherry. Veterans, there's no real way to say thank you for everything you've done for us. But the Bob and Sherry Show is sure going to try. We want to send veterans on vacation. Thanks to our friends at Visit Florida. Just nominate your favorite veteran by going to bobandsherry.com and hitting the contest tab and sharing their story. We could send that veteran and their family to Amelia Island, Florida to stay five nights at Residence Inn by Marriott Amelia Island. Located near the beach, this hotel has spacious suites complete with full kitchens, which are perfect for families. This also includes an eight-hour fishing charter with Pipe Dream charters, a round of golf at Amelia River Club, and a Lux Boho Picnic, courtesy of Lux Picnics by Les, plus round-trip flights and a rental car. If you're active military or a veteran, Florida salutes you. Bob and Sherry are sending veterans on vacation. Nominate a veteran or yourself today at BobandSherry.com. Bob and Sherry contest rules apply. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Sherry app. I have never in my whole entire life gone to a movie on Thanksgiving night. It's just, that's just not how we do Thanksgiving. We, we don't eat dinner until six o'clock. And then, you know, you want to spend time with your people. It's just not a tradition that we've ever had in my family. But I know a lot of families mm-hmm. do. You eat Thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinner, lunch, whatever. And then people go to the movies. This Thanksgiving, 2022, is the worst Thanksgiving weekend in box office history. Wow. Even is though it? you had, mm-hmm, even though you had Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, you had a brand new Disney movie called Strange World, which, by the way, completely bombed. Um, it was absolutely awful. The last time we had a Thanksgiving weekend like this for the movies was never. Hmm. Uh, people are not going back to the theaters. And I think that they were, I think the Hollywood, I think the film industry was really thinking that Thanksgiving would have, you know, if you're not going on Thanksgiving night to escape your relatives or whatever, when are you going? Awful Um, lot of movies that I've seen advertised uh, end with the words, uh, 
starts December 3rd in theaters only. I mean, they were really pushing in theaters only. I, I will say that I went to go see the World War, t- uh, I'm sorry, Korean War movie. Um, what's the name? Uh, what of is Devotion. that? I don't even. Devotion. Devotion. Okay. And it's about like uh, an uh, African-American uh, fighter pilot who was an ace. Uh, I went to see it. There were two seats left and there were both lousy seats. The, the theater was absolutely jammed. I didn't. I didn't go to see it. I'm going to have to go another time when it uh, wasn't as crowded. But maybe that was an anomaly. I don't know. That's that's sad because I want to see the movie theaters do well. I like going to the movie theaters. I was talking about that with somebody the other day, and it was, you know, I know you can see anything on Netflix or HBO and, and all of the other platforms, but there's something about going to a movie theater, getting out of the house, the smell of the popcorn. Max and I have talked about this. Um, and being with other human beings, feeling, I d- you know, I just emotional not reactions. Disagree. I don't disagree, but you can't force people to, no. to go do it. You, clearly. I mean, they tried, they put all of these amazing movies into theaters this last weekend and no, people were like, nope. Strange world, the Disney cartoon, it costs somewhere between 135 and $180 million to make. Hold that in your head. Somewhere between one thirty-five and one hundred and eighty million dollars, and over the three-day Thanksgiving weekend, it took in about twenty-five hundred dollars per theater. That is wow. a bomb. Um, Glass is bomb. Onion, the um, the Knives Out, Knives Out yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it only cost about forty million dollars to make, and it brought in over $12,000 per theater, but it's going to be, it's a Netflix movie. So you're going to be able to watch it on Netflix in about a second, if you can already. I so think that's, that's one of the reasons. You know, I think if, if people know, Hey, eventually in a week or two, I can see it here. Like I, I was surprised they jumped the Elvis movie to, uh, to Netflix so quickly or a, uh, HBO, HBO max, I think is, yeah, is right. where it went. Right. Um, let's see. Ticket to paradise. That's the George Clooney, Julia Roberts movie. Yeah, you would have thought it's George Clooney, it's Julia Roberts. Um, everyone, your grandma's going to like it. Your brother-in-law that doesn't like anything is probably going to be cool with it. After Thanksgiving lunch, let's go see Ticket to Paradise. It took in eight hundred dollars per theater over Thanksgiving mm. weekend, mm. and that was one of those movies. Would you not agree that we can't? Nobody likes the same things, but we can probably all go see Ticket to Paradise. You know why I didn't go to see that? I, I wanted to go see that. And Mary said, I, I really don't want to see it. Now, she's not a big movie fan to begin with. I mean, she'll watch something, especially crime dramas at, at the house. But uh, she's not a big movie fan. She said, I know what this is all about. It's going to be shot in a beautiful place. And George Clooney and um, Julia Roberts uh, bump into each other or they knew each other and they hate each other. And they're going to be cutting each other with funny lines uh, for 80 percent of the movie. And then they're going to realize how much they're attracted to one another. There'll be a scene and they end up together. And that's the end of the movie with a happy ending. Now, I haven't seen it, but I'm guessing she's right. According to the People's Movie Critic, that sounds about it. Yeah. But, you know, when Lamar reviewed it, he was like, look, you know what you're getting. Yeah. But what you're getting is the best version of that. Right. Right. You're getting the best performances, the best chemistry. And again, it's one of those movies like you're not going to get everybody in your family to agree to go see a Disney cartoon. Right. 
Not everybody wants to go see the menu, although that's supposed to be really, really good with Ray Fiennes as the crazy chef. Um, not everybody is going to want to go see Glass Onion. But Ticket to Paradise, that seems like an easy sell to almost everybody in the family. It's By the way, it's, the menu, you can see the menu on your TV right now. Yeah. But listen, listen. It's a Julia Roberts movie. It's George yeah. Clooney. It made $800. I know. I know. What? This mm-hmm. like everything has changed and it doesn't look like it's changing back, does it? You know what I saw um see how they run. Have you seen the advertisement for that? See how they run. It's it's based on another movie that was done like decades ago and it's a mystery farce. I like a good mystery farce like uh, the Orient Express. You know, I like that kind of a movie. It's just a real escape. I'm watching this thing. I was so bored and confused. I was the one that was going to be running. Oh, I, well I then. I don't recommend that. If you were bored and confused with See How They Run, I don't think it's safe for you to watch Don't Worry Darling. I'm not sure that you can be trusted to watch that without hurting yourself. Yeah. Really? Really? It's Bob and Sherry. Oh, well, this is odd. Decidedly odd. It's the Bob and Sherry off-air podcast called The Oddcast with stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast drops every Monday and Wednesday on the Bob and Sherry website and the free Bob and Sherry app. I listen to you on the way to work and the Oddcast on the way home from work every day. I love it. Aren't you sweet? Thank you. The off-air Bob and Sherry podcast called The Oddcast. Download it now at BobandSherry.com with the free Bob and Sherry app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ways to get in touch with the Bob and Sherry show. Stick your head out a window and yell, hey, Bob and Sherry. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Get the Bob and Sherry free app for your phone and leave us a talkback message. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Email us through the Bob and Sherry website, BobandSherry.com, or email us hello at BobandSherry.com. Or you can call us at 833-4244-BOB or 844-52. Sherry. Hello, Bob and Sherry. Leave us a DM on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. Or you can just kick it old school and yell out the window. Hey, Bob and Sherry! Happy December 1st and welcome to mindless eating season, where no matter how good you are and how disciplined you are, food will begin appearing from out of nowhere that is very, very hard to resist. I think one reason that um, the four of us might live a minute longer than we would have otherwise is we are no longer exposed to Jim Barrel's wife's fudge oh, yeah. in the month of December. <laughs> he was a newsman. He was one of our newsmen for a while. Yeah. And his wife made the, his wife made fudge that like you just it didn't like simple. Max would be like Max would be like I haven't had any sugar or carbs since Easter. <laughs> you couldn't oh, say fudge, no to it. It was the best fudge I've ever eaten in my life. I'll tell Think you though, of, if you if you had a, a fairly good sized piece, and I'm not talking about a you know a foot long, but I'm saying you know a couple of inches by a couple of inches. If you ate that particular fudge by Jim's wife, you could feel your body change. Oh, yeah. The old sugar buzz thing that, you know, used to maybe get as a kid, but you don't get anymore. All of a sudden, it's, woo, something's happening. (laughs) Yeah. Jim Barrel's. I feel a a, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Jim Barrel's wife's fudge rewrote your DNA at the deepest level. (laughs) Like, you you could feel your veins. Like, you could feel yourself transforming inside. I I could feel my body change. I could feel it change into being in a coma. Later that day. And oh, his wife crash. knew. His mm. wife knew because she was getting um, feedback from Jim. 
uh, Jim, I, I know that he would say, well, I'll tell you what, Bob Lacey came in for three helpings and then, you know, they, uh, they called for an ambulance, but he had a smile on his face. I mean, she knew and she would never miss a year and he would give you a heads up like three days out. Wife's getting ready to make the fudge. He was a very low key guy. <laughs> oh yeah. What days are coming in? Well, I think we're looking at Wednesday. Yeah. Because he knew that Jim Barrel's wife's fudge required preparation on your part. Not the same prep right. you might do for a colonoscopy, but you needed to be trained. <laughs> you needed to be rested. You needed to be right. ready for well, you Jim had to be Barrel's what, wife's fudge. What you were going to have in your body prior to his wife's fudge. My suggestion yeah, like not too was much just white rice. White rice yeah, would be not too it. Too much yeah. caffeine. So I came across an article that it was that clickbait was irresistible. It was seven ways to lose weight with almost no effort. And I thought, who doesn't want that anyway? But here as we kick off feedback season, here's the first one. Daha use smaller plates and smaller cutlery. So put your meal on like a smaller plate, like a dessert plate or a salad plate, whatever they call it. And instead of using a big boy or big girl fork or spoon, use the smaller fork, use a teaspoon. And it not only, because you can fill a smaller plate and then it kind of like your brain is kind of tricked into thinking that you're getting some food, but the smaller spoon and the smaller fork forces you to slow down because you can't cram as much into your pie hole. Let I me know if I, you I agree, agree with or disagree this. No, with any of these. I, I totally agree with it. As a matter of fact, uh, I think we, we were talking about it on the air or had an interview or something. Uh, somebody went to Europe, and one of the things they noticed was at restaurants or in persons' homes, the plates were slightly smaller than American yeah. plates. Yeah, I mean, here you go. We, we just like every – it's a big country. You know, it's a big country. Would you like some toast? No! I want Texas toast. Texas toast. <laughs> big toast. I do not want Rhode Island toast. <laughs> Here's another one. This is I'm going to save I'm going to save the one that I bet you you don't know for last cuz I I think this one's really cool. Um always park as far away from the door of wherever you're going as you can. We do that, but most people most Americans will shoot you to get a closer parking space or drive I mean, around what, and around for a half an hour. My, my wife what, is like that. Why are you parking out here in North Dakota? Um, I don't want to get the side of my car bumped by somebody else. And it, it's only 20 steps. Oh, my God, Bob. It's always something with you with the car. <sighs> no, you should. You're, it's good. Those, it it all good. adds up. All those little things add up, apparently. Um, and if you take public transportation, <laughs> that's a joke, by the way. LOL. Who in America does? But if you take public transportation, get mm -hmm. off a stop earlier. And walk the rest of the way to work. I'm sorry. Permission to laugh. Permission to yeah, laugh. Yeah, no one's going to do that. That is not okay. happening. Um, eat as many berries and fresh greens as possible. Because mm -hmm. not only are they super filling and loaded up with antioxidants. But they when they hit your stomach, they expand. And it triggers like the release of hormones and chemicals. And your brain goes, okay, I'm full. I've had enough. A sense of fullness. I didn't know that. The problem, That's pretty cool. The problem with this is, is that berries are so expensive mm -hmm. that you really cannot eat, afford to eat as many berries as you probably would need to get the stomach expanding effect. Especially raspberries. raspberries. Raspberries are more expensive than gold. You, you would be better off eating actual dollar bills. 
I think yeah. it's cheaper than eating know, raspberries. I know, but so um, good. You've heard about the water. Two liters of water a day. Not only does it make you feel full, blah, 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 but it does some stuff to your metabolism that's pretty magical. And here's the one that I've saved for last. Hot tea is an appetite suppressant. Is it? Drink a cup of hot tea. Huh, and, I didn't um, know that. And it has other things in it that'll, I don't know, like keep you from losing your mind and I don't know, you yeah. live a little bit longer. And if you've yeah. been eating Jim Barrel's wife's fudge, you probably need to be drinking some tea to balance that out. But yeah, it's a natural appetite suppressant. I think most people uh, would rather lose their mind uh, than um, be hungry. I know you would. I know yeah. if you were given the choice between being hungry mm-hmm. all the time and losing your mind, yeah. that's yeah. not even a choice. Um, you know what we'll do? We'll post this up on our Facebook so you can check it out. It's Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry store is crowded with all kinds of great merchandise. It's always something. Including the new It's Always Something coloring book. It's always something. A coloring book for exhausted adults. Oh. Plus Sherry's cookbook, Cooking with Cats. The book of Bob. I know I'm a blowhard. He's a double blowhard. Mixes from the scone goddess. Ah. Candles. Mother of all mothers merch. And much, much more. Come check out the Bob and Sherry store. Conveniently located on the shop tab at bobandsherry.com. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast on the free Bob and Sherry app. I just don't know that I can I can read this thing that I pulled for the show. I just... What is it? I, I don't know. I've been doing this with you for so long. It's um, the three steps you need to ask your partner for things to get a better relationship. I just, I don't know that I can, I don't know that I can, I just don't. Listen, dude, you don't know if you can read them. I'm over here going, I don't think I can do them. (laughs) I understand. I mean, we've been doing this a long time. It's just. I mean, I'm I'm tired. You know, I work all day. I try to keep the house clean. I I tend to the misters every whim. There's a million children in this family. We have a battalion of animals. I, now I got to do three more things to improve this relationship. Uh-huh. Three, three. You can't read them. I'm a, I don't think I can do them. So what are they before I reject them? I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead. I'm just going to buckle down. All right. Step number one, reflect, take a moment right now and think about, this is a couple, by the way, they have a book out. Uh, I, I feel badly. I should, I should say what the name of their book is here. I mean, these. I'm sure they're very nice people. John and they Julie. They worked hard Gottman. on it. They mean well. Yeah. You know, they want to John help and people. Ju- they do mean well. Uh, John and Julie Gottman. That's their name. So I What's don't know the what the name of the book. Is. Just I don't. Know. Oh, 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 yeah. This is this is what slowed me down. The name of the book is the Love Prescription: Seven Days to More Intimacy, Connection, and Joy. I got to do three things and have seven days. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I haven't had seven days off from work in five There's years. There's no joy. No, Just don't don't even count on joy. I know. There's no joy. You know what? Do I, I'm not going to read it. <laughs> Screw them. This stuff has been around forever. If you don't know, if you don't know, how many people don't know what I'm going to tell you? All right. This is what's going to get me through this. Okay. Take a moment right now and think about what you've been wanting from your partner. They write. Is it more date nights? Well, first of all, I hate the term date nights. Uh, Or is it more help around the house? Step two, reframe. 
If you're thinking in a negative perspective, flip it, they write. Don't point out what's wrong. Offer an opportunity. Sometimes if, if I want to change, the opportunity that I'm offered is to pound this, you know? So that, that's my opportunity. What positive action can your partner take to fulfill your need? Number three, describe yourself. Oh, yeah, that's going to go over great. Always ask for what you need by talking about how you feel and what you need, they write. If you want more date nights, again with the date nights, instead of saying, you never take me on dates anymore, say, you know, I miss you. Can we plan to have more one-on-one date nights this month? Oh, Lord. I hear, you know what I want, Bob? I want Kevin to put a knob on the cabinet in the kitchen that he's been promising me to do since April of 2017. So how do I phrase that? You know, I really miss not having to open the cabinet with my teeth. I would love it if you would put a knob on there. Like, what? Sarcasm raising its ugly head. Sarcasm raising its ugly head. You could say, what's a girl got to do to get a knob around here? Okay. I actually said to him, am I ever going to get this knob? And he's like, I got a knob for you right here. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I deeply exactly. regret, deeply yeah, regret yeah. breaking it up. You okay? stepped into that one, didn't you? Um, all right, here's the next thing. If you need more help around the house, don't say, you always go to bed before the dishes are done. Instead say, I've been feeling super swamped lately. Would you be able to help me out with the dishes before bed? <laughs> I'm never doing that. Never you know what she's going to say to me? Is what you do really work? Can I, can I just ask, <laughs> how close are you eating dinner to bedtime? Then the dishes aren't Evidently. Done. I know. If your relationship is prone to a pattern of criticism, the other person might read anything you say as negative. But if you continue to speak with your partner from a place of positivity, a shift will occur and they might start feeling less attacked and more receptive. You can also try to ask for needs that aren't corrective, but are acts that will make you happy. For example, you can ask them to make you a cocktail you both enjoy, or stop by your favorite bakery for a snack you can both eat together. Or put make a, a knob on request. the cabinet in the kitchen that we've well, been knobless for, well, there's, over there's, five You years. just won't let it go. I was going to make you a nice cocktail we could both enjoy, but again with the knobs. How you making me a cocktail, Chief? You can't get into the cabinet to get a freaking glass because there's no knob on the cabinet. God gave you teeth, didn't it, woman? <laughs> so, anyway, good luck with your relationships. Try to listen to each other. And what's the number one thing we have to remember? Communicate. Communication. How did you I'd know? I'd already forgotten. I forgot. I you forgot it was communication. I've worked on this show for a long time. It's always communication. What's the name of this book again? Prescription for what? Prescription right, for... I'll tell you, it's not a prescription for getting my cabinet knob done. The, I didn't know that. The love prescription. Seven the days to more intimacy, connection, and joy. There it is. Hey, <sighs> nice stocking stuffer for hubby, huh? It's Bob and Sherry. Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault. All right, Alan joins us now. We're talking about those holiday road trips. You were in a station wagon, huh? How many people, Alan? Uh, six of us all together. 
Um, and so it was me and my dad and my brother and my mom crammed into the back, the first back seat and grandma and grandpa in the front. Uh, <laughs> my grandpa had uh, some sort of a condition. He had poor circulation and my grandmother was going through menopause at the time. So he was freezing, had the heat jacked up. She was having hot flashes and she wanted to put the window down. So there was always this fight about the heat and the cold and the heat and the cold. We're in the back. <laughs> just just trying to endure. Along with us was my grandmother's little chihuahua, oh, no. who was about 150 years old. <laughs> what was his name? Uh, Tippy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, of course. Uh, Tippy was not a fun dog. Tippy mm-hmm. liked to fight. It just just quiver. He just always shook <laughs> and was very high strung. <laughs> well, the window was down for God's sakes. Well, anything, anything, any kind of noise, any sort of loud speaking or anything would set him off. He would start barking and peeing wherever he was. So with my grandma and grandpa fighting about the heat and the window, my grandpa never had a conversation that wasn't about 100 decibels. So every time he would speak, the dog would kick in. Whoever's holding the dog gets peed on, and everybody gets to scream and shout and make the dog even worse. And this we went on this. from North Carolina to Texas. About how many hours is that? Oh, my. Two and a half days. <laughs> it's four and a half days? Two and a half. Two and a half days, I was going to say, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was, uh, it was not a fun trip. So you, your grandfather there, talked very loudly because he was hard of hearing, I guess? Um, no, just because he liked it. He liked he it. He wanted to be heard. He was just always loud. And when you, you, know, you add in the fact that my grandmother was, you know, she wasn't a harpy, but mm-hmm. she could harp, mm-hmm. and she would set him off, and, and there they would go, and there was no way to just stop it, and they wouldn't be quiet. They had learned how to tune the dog out. They didn't seem to mind it. He's in the back with us, and we're all with wet laps. We have uh, raincoats and trash bags and things on our laps <laughs> because we know it's coming. The smell after the first day was enough to make you sick, and so we just we endured as best we could. How old, how old were across. you? How old were you at that on that trip, Alan? Um, I was eight. Eight, eight years old and coming to grips with Nana's menopause. Where, where were you going? That in could Texas? not have been fun. Uh, where were, just, Where were you going? Just outside of Dallas. But I mean, whose house? My aunt. Your aunt. Yeah, my my uh, my grandfather's daughter from his first marriage, and her new husband. They insisted that we come for a visit. We'd never been. And they picked Christmas time to insist that we all come for a visit. Did you ever do it more than once? No, sir. No. But you had to turn around and come home at the end of the trip. And you knew then what was in store for you, right? Oh, yeah. It was it was the same. But when you but we knew what to expect. We were kind of prepared. It wasn't such a shock, but it was exactly the same coming all the way back across. We were there until just after January. Mama, I hope that Santa Claus brings me a nice raincoat. Oh, yeah, we was, going home great. with Santa. Can I have some PP pads for Tippy? <laughs> <laughs> they, and of course, the dog's name is Tippy. Tippy, I know. Plastic while we were there for for Tippy. So where would you stay like the uh, two nights you were on the road? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa got a hotel room. We had to sleep in the car. Um, we didn't. We didn't have <laughs> much room. But uh, get uh, Alan. Are you kidding me? No, no. Me and my me and my brother slept in the front seat. Mom and Daddy were in the back. Um, it, we would clean up the car when we stopped. We would clean up and try to try to make it try to air it out a little. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we would get a little break from the racket, but 
Um, you yeah, know they what? Went in the hotel, and we stayed in the car. <laughs> I mean, we're, you were sleeping like in the parking lot of the Motel Six or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. we, me and my brother, like I said, we were small enough we could just curl up kind of together on the front seat and sleep. And there, there and was no way that, that Grandma and Grandpa couldn't have gotten a hotel room with two double beds, and then you guys could have at least slept on the floor of the hotel room. No, we were we were pleased for the break. It was it was good. Anytime we could be away and they could be somewhere else, we, we who were had fine. who had Tippy. Uh, they took Tippy. They did. We, yeah, Tippy got to have a nice, warm place. <laughs> Tippy slept on a bed, and, and Alan's out in the car. You had best believe that Tippy knew that Tippy was sleeping on a bed, and that you guys were sleeping in the That's car. That's right. <laughs> Tippy had a little cover over him. Oh, Tippy in Tippy's sure. worldview, he's the emperor. He yep. pees he where he pleases. He barks when he wants, and he sleeps Anything, in a bed. He's got the greatest life, Tippy. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he's the King Farouk of dogs, and nobody can complain. I tell you what, unless your aunt and uncle were giving away gold bars, I don't know how I could go through it. That. It, it was it, the, the trip. Was, once we got there, we had a great time, but uh, were you allowed going to going and coming was a, a different story entirely. Were you allowed to sleep indoors once you got to Texas? Once I got there, I had a nice bed to sleep in. Nice. Great. Bet you appreciated that bed, uh-huh. didn't you? That's right. <laughs> Absolutely, it was my own bed actually, so that was good. I mean, I had my own little space, and I was happy. No dog pee. We, every child needs to experience yep. Alan's road trip. Yep, because then right. you're grateful when something isn't urinating on you and you're not sleeping in a car. <laughs> There's no real way to say thank you for everything you've done for us. But the Bob and Cherry Show is sure going to try. We want to send veterans on vacation. Thanks to our friends at Visit Florida. Just nominate your favorite veteran by going to BobandCherry.com and hitting the contest tab and sharing their story. We could send that veteran and their family to Amelia Island, Florida to stay five nights at Residence Inn by Marriott Amelia Island. Located near the beach, this hotel has spacious suites, complete with full kitchens, which are perfect for families. This also includes an eight-hour fishing charter with pipe dream charters, a round of golf at Amelia River Club, and a Lux Boho Picnic, courtesy of Lux Picnics by Les, plus round-trip flights and a rental car. If you're active military or a veteran, Florida salutes you. Bob and Sherry are sending veterans on vacation. Nominate a veteran or yourself today at bobandsherry.com. Bob and Sherry contest rules apply. Bring whatever you drink and celebrate happy hour Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern live live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. I'm always on my kid's case about like monster energy drinks. You know, I, I get it. I get that you have like uh, a really late class today and you had to go to your job and all, but I don't, I hate when they drink those things because they're just they're just chemicals. Like it's super gross. So she sent me a link to an article and she was like, here you go, mom, LOL. So this happened to a 36 year old gamer who wanted to impress his buddies. He drank 12 cans of energy drinks in 10 minutes and his pancreas began eating itself. Listen to this. According to the doctor, um, my man here was at work and he decided he would take the legend, what he described as, quote, a legendary dare of pounding 12 energy drinks in 10 minutes. Afterward, he didn't feel well. And his doctor said to take his mind off of it, he started gaming. He was experiencing heart flutters, but he, he said, well, that's just the caffeine, right? There's a lot of caffeine. And then his back started hurting. 
So he had a shot of alcohol, which you know, the, the bad ideas were idea. just piling. Yeah. Oh my then God. He, he was in the kitchen at that point, and he threw up in the kitchen sink, and then he was feeling really worse. A day goes by, and now he can't eat. He can't drink. He oh. took himself to the emergency department at a hospital. He barfed on a nurse's shoes. He oh. didn't want. He didn't want to admit what he would what he had done because he was so embarrassed. Like you know, he's just like, "I'm sick. I'm sick." But he didn't immediately say, "I drank twelve energy drinks in ten <laughs> minutes," and then threw up on the nurse's shoes. Right. So the doctors um, eventually were able to diagnose a situation where. There was so much caffeine, sugar, and other chemicals in those 12 energy drinks that his pancreas began digesting itself. It began eating itself. I never itself. heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. According to the doctor, this got out of control really fast. Yeah. Um, they put him on antibiotics and they treated him and he made a full recovery. But the, the guy who did it said... It was a wake-up call. <laughs> yeah, when you're throwing up on a nurse's shoe, that's a wake-up call, bud. If if something in your lifestyle causes one of the internal organs in your body to say, this, I'm, I'm out, and starts eating itself. Right. If that's not a wake-up call, what is it going to take for you to have a wake-up call? Now, most if, people don't slam a dozen energy drinks in 10 minutes. No. But, dang. Um, so adding the alcohol to it was brilliant. Wow. <laughs> it's Nurses, just, is, why? I, I don't know why. And, well, I'm not going to say it that way, but we, we just owe so much to nurses these days. All of the stuff that they were putting up with during COVID, people outside screaming at them, uh, yelling at them. All they want to do is help people get well. And then in the course of a day, and this this is probably not the only time it happens in that nurse's life, you're just doing your job as a nurse. You're trying to help people, and this nincompoop throws up on your shoes. For what reason? Did he have a terrible disease? No. Was he in a knife fight? No. He drank 12 stupid energy drinks to impress his buddies, and now you got to get a new pair of shoes. It's so, you know, he could have, like... Uh, I, I mean, he could have died. So, yeah. This could have had a much worse outcome than it did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you, uh, if somebody dares you, see, here's the thing. Um, a dare is not a legally binding verbal contract. If right. someone dares you to do something, you don't mm-hmm. have to do it. No, you could even say, hey, I, I just drank 12 Red Bulls. I didn't see you do it. Well, you should have been looking a little bit. Just lie. Don't just do lie. it. Just lie. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're going, but Bob and Sherry, what if they double dog dare me? Even a double dog dare is not a legally binding agreement. Even a triple dog dare is not a legally binding agreement. Why do you want your pancreas to eat itself? Don't do it. Why do you want to be the guy whose pancreas tried to eat itself? Do you know how much your pancreas hates you if it's It's trying to eat itself? Yeah, it's your friend until you tries to eat itself. You're right. It's Bob and Sherry. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening.